Hey everyone, Trista here with another Playing Around with Playbook. Today we're going to be talking with Bajan Watson. I'm so excited to be talking to the amazing trumpet player and educator, so let's just give him a second to log on. Hi Bajan. Let's see. Let's see if hey, let's see if technology can be our friend. Today. <laughs> I'm glad. How are you? I'm glad we could figure it out. Sometimes it's yeah, it's awesome. Well, thank awesome. you so much for being here today. Um, my name is Trista. Since we haven't officially met yet, I'm a studying saxophonist and educator at NYU in the city currently. Um, nice. On the team here at Playbook with Sammy. So in the meantime, let me just introduce you for our Playbook team. Um, Bajan Watson's career as a musician and educator spans more than 25 years and has taken him around the globe to perform for audiences worldwide. Born in Boston, Massachusetts, Bajan began playing the trumpet at age eight. He attended the New England Conservatory of Music Preparatory School and the University of Southern California and was a member of the 1994 Disney All-American College Band. So cool. And 1995 Disney Grammy All-American College Jazz Band. Bajan's love for big band and Latin jazz inspired him to become a student of the great bands of the past and present, and he's become a sought-after and in-demand lead trumpet player. Bajan is the lead trumpet player for the Grammy-nominated Clayton Hamilton Jazz Orchestra, the Grammy-nominated John Diversa Progressive Big Band, the Grammy-nominated John Beasley's Monkestra, and Jose Rizzo's Jazz on the Latin Side All-Stars, the late Gerald Wilson Jazz Orchestra, and the list keeps going on and on. <laughs> Internationally, Bajan has recorded and performed live as lead trumpet with Frankfurt Radio Big Band as well. Thank you so much for being here today, Bajan. Um, My so pleasure. To pick your brain and ask you some questions. <laughs> so to start us off, I'm going to ask you, what have you been listening to lately? Oh, wow. Well, I'm preparing uh, a show uh, for a series that I do in Laguna Beach. Um, called Laguna Beach Live series, and we're doing a jazz celebration of the music of Stevie Wonder. Oh, wow. So um, I don't know if you're familiar with the SF Jazz Collective, but yeah, they did yeah. a kind of a, they did, yeah, they did a reimagining of that music. So we're going to do kind of our own version of that with my uh, Laguna Beach Live All-Stars. So we're getting that together. And uh, so I've been digging into the Stevie. There's so much great music there. Uh, Jazz-wise, I've been uh, listening to a lot of uh, Freddie Hubbard, actually, lately. <laughs> and uh it's interesting and you know i'm a i'm a huge fan of uh, robert clasper uh just really just digging into like a week ago at uh, or like a few weeks ago at blue note actually <laughs> oh i i wish i could have i was going to take a train down and and from, <laughs> in boston you know but yeah i'm a huge fan of his music and uh, exploration of that of what he does musically and pushing the envelope and you know so that's pretty much the first three right there yeah, of course. Uh, thank you for that. That sounds really fun to reimagine the Stevie Wonder of the SF Jazz Collective. I think, mm -hmm. if I remember collect correctly, which I think I do, Ben Flocks, one of the mentors at Playbook, is um, very involved with the SF Jazz Collective. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a great group that recorded that. Sean Jones on trumpet, and uh, I want to say Warren Wolf on, on vibes, or it might have been Stefan to look back at it, but it's just... So we're going to do kind of our own spin with that, and we have a vocalist as well, so it'll be fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I know that you've had many notable experiences, like the one you're just talking about um, now. Um, 
I'm curious, could you tell me a little bit about your experience working with the Grammy-nominated Clayton Hamilton Jazz Orchestra? Well, I've been fortunate to be the lead player of that band for about 22 years now. Uh, yeah, I came on in 1999 and uh, had the pleasure of learning a lot from Snooky Young, um, who's a, you know, a prolific um, lead trumpet player, played with Count Basie, Jimmy Lunster's band, Thad Jones, Mel Lewis, the Tonight Show band with Doc Severinsen for several uh, decades. So uh, he was a, a main mentor as well as Bobby Bryant Sr., um, who was in there, and Byron Stripling, of course. So uh, big shoes to fill, but I've been really proud to be able to, to work with them for a long time. So Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite, like one particular experience that stands out to you with that group? Mm, there's so many. We were the house band, the Hollywood Bowl, uh, for about three years, uh, 99, 2000, 2001. And uh, I had a chance to play with, you know, Diane Reeves and back and John Clayton was writing original arrangements at that time. So, uh, you know, playing with Diane Reeves and uh, 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 Joe Williams, you know, before he passed, uh, Stanley Turrentine before he passed, so all these great jazz. Uh, there's so many to miss, but all, all our European tours are awesome. Um, we're planning one in March. We're supposed to go to Europe for a few weeks. So hopefully that'll come off and, um, it's really just putting this music in front of new audiences and just seeing the appreciation for, for that, you know, for the band and stuff. It's great. Yeah, of course. Well, I hope that, you know, with COVID and everything, I hope mm. that comes through. That would be <laughs> awesome. Don't we all? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Just cycling yeah. back again. Um, yep. So as yep. a young trumpet player and educator, uh, who inspired you growing up? Was there an educator that impacted you? Uh, well, I mean, my elementary school band teacher, I grew up in Sharon, Massachusetts. My elementary school band teacher, Mr. Baker, um, was the one who suggested to my parents that I get private lessons and, um, you know, playing hot cross buns and uh, mm -hmm. Mary Had a Little Lamb. That started, started. <laughs> and uh, that led me to uh, participating in a program at New England Conservatory, the preparatory school there. And uh, so that's where I started to meet other students that were really focused on getting better at their craft and really pushed each other to uh, play with some great trumpet players there. Richard Kelly, who's a great uh, boss fixture in the Boston area. Um, John Nelson uh, was going out to the Berkshire um, uh, Tanglewood and doing those types of things. Oh, so yeah. it was really a very um, exciting time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. Um, mm -hmm. After you, you've named so many trumpet icons already. Um, is there <laughs> one in particular throughout your jazz career that's impacted your sound and playing the most, would you say? Well, Doc Severinsen was really, seeing him on the Tonight Show band, standing, uh, watching him stand out in front of the band and lead the band and his showmanship and his just technical prowess and his ability just to really... Um, to set the bar high as far as uh, performance and he could play jazz, he could play classical sty stylistically, technically he was just amazing. And he was just a character. He was a great, great entertainer, mm -hmm. really engaged a lot of uh, people that normally probably wouldn't hear that uh, style of music. And so uh, uh, he was definitely influential in, in helping me get on the path to <laughs> play the trumpet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in terms of getting on path, I know that times can get tough, like digging, teaching. Do you have any mantras for when you're feeling low or when times are getting tough? Well, I think we have to realize that uh, as artists, 
it, it's, it's difficult in America, especially to kind of be appreciated for all the time and effort and uh, teaching and training and, and practicing that we've done. Um, it's hard for the, I don't want to say average person, but the person that followed maybe a traditional career path to understand that there's, I mean, there's thousands, countless hours that have been put into preparation and it's not just a hobby for us. This is, you know, this is part of what we do. Um, whether it's through education, whether it's playing in the studio, whether it's playing live performance, whether it's leading your own band. And um, so when I tell a lot of students, when I do masterclass and stuff, talk about music business, really treat yourself as a business. Treat yourself, understand what your worth is. Take time to, um, to, 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 to really evaluate what it is you want to do in the music industry. Maybe it's not leading your own band. Maybe you want to help contract things. I mean, there's so many different facets of the music industry that start from your love of playing your instrument that you can branch out and be, uh, have a great career. Um, and, and, you know, many musicians, you have, I have my hands in lots of different pies. I think if you talk to a lot of artists that are, have careers in music, they, they're not just artists. They're also teaching and they're writing. They're, you know, they're mentoring, they're, you know, doing other things, business owners. So it's important to understand that there's, it's, it's all encompassing. It's more about the arts than just playing your instrument. And if you can really think about those things, you can branch off. And I mean, during the pandemic, I had to dial in my, my recording setup at home and, yeah. you know, I got ring lights everywhere. I got, you know, I mean, <laughs> I never considered those things, you know what I mean? So, um, it's important to understand that it's, it, you need to adapt and take your, take your, uh, take a step back and really evaluate yourself, you know, yeah. and look at it as a positive. I mean, it's, it's a chance to reinvent yourself, a chance to, to really dig into things that you um, maybe were afraid of. So I guess my mantra is don't be afraid to do the things that you're um, uh, fearful of. Take it, just jump right in and then find people and mentors and work with them. And I think, You'd be surprised at what, what direction that takes you. Yeah, of course. Thank you for that. That's really insightful. Mm -hmm. I really like what you said about seeing yourself as a business and like selling, selling that and investing in different, um, different parts of the pie. Really, really insightful. Um, and, um, you know, speaking of uh, music performing artists that also own businesses like Sammy, um, why do you <laughs> think right. that platforms like Playbook are so important in today's classroom? Well, and the, you know, listen, at the end of the day, musicians are part of a community, right? A larger community. And this is mm -hmm. one of the ways that you build that community. Uh, one of my mentors, John Clayton, um, you know, um, is, doesn't like to refer to this networking because it, it, it kind of takes the personal, uh, personal nature out of building relationships. I have relationships. I see Wayne Bergeron is in, in the chat. What's up, Wayne? Um, you know, these are relationships I have with people that have played with for decades, literally, you know, yeah. and, and people you, you can reach out to and ask questions about the, the craft and, and, and we're supporting each other. And that's, that's important, you know. Um, so platforms like this increase that. I mean, you know, obviously through Sammy, I, I know you now. I mean, who knows what the next opportunity will be. We'll have to play together. Maybe there'll be a project in New York that we'll work together on. Mm -hmm. I bet if we were to spend a little more time, there's probably about 50 or some odd people that we know you know, relationship-wise that we haven't even tapped into yet. And who knows what will happen. So if we keep building that community and we're supporting each other, 
um, in our performances and our projects and, and things like that, then more people become aware of it. And that's when you start building bigger audiences and people understand that, hey, listen, these aren't, these aren't hobbyists that are playing these instruments. These are artists. And once we start to create that on a wider scale, I think you're going to see, uh, you know, more people pursue a career in the arts. And that's, what's, that's what it's about. You know, it's up to you guys. It's up to you younger cats uh, to handle that. You know, we can just only, you know, mentor and provide some guidance and hopefully keep you from making the same mistakes we did. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Thank you for that response. Um, to close us out, I just want to ask, where are you headed next? Um, are you, will you be at the Gen Festival, Gen Conference this year? I will. I'll be, I'll be uh, at the Gen Conference masked up heavily. Because uh, yeah, because uh, a, a week or so after that, or ten days after that, I got to um, get on the jazz cruise and I have to test you know negative for before yeah. I get on the boat. Um, so that's really important. So I'll be I'll come be at Jen for a couple days and um, and shoot back home to Boston and then uh, hole up in my little bubble. Hopefully <laughs> stay, get tested, say you know stay safe and everything like that before I head out on the jazz cruise a, a week later. And then a bunch of different concerts. I have a, jazz, uh, a company in Vegas, uh, Jazz Republic Entertainment Group, and we're putting on a jazz festival in September, and we are also wow. uh, have some events coming up at the Smith Center. Um, so be busy with that. Wow, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Well, everyone, um, be sure to stay up to date with Bajan at Bajan Watson TPT um, on, on Instagram and on his website. Um, stay up to date with Playbook at Playbook Jazz and um, – our website, this is playbook.com. And thank you so much, Bajan, for being here today. It was so great to talk to you and meet you. And I'm sure I'll meet you in person at Jen. That's right. Let's make sure, let's make yeah. sure to connect and grab a cup of coffee, uh, six feet apart. And, uh... <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> six feet apart. Well, All right. shame, Sammy. I think Sammy is held up because they're performing in Las Vegas right now. So sorry he couldn't. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I just can't. Yeah, we, yeah. He that's told me like that. That's okay. Sammy and I, Sammy and I go way back. I, <laughs> I saw. So I when saw he was, when he was when he was little, Sammy, little Sammy on the. Oh drum, really? So. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Yep. So. Well, <laughs> we'll you. talk about that some other time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much again for being here. Um, I'll see you. You're soon. very welcome. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you.